girl, I have an epic episode for you today. We're going to talk all about the number one reason that you are stuck in this endless cycle of disordered eating and what you can do about it to change the game. That's right, girl. Right now, today, you have the power that lives inside you to get off this hamster wheel of constantly being controlled by food and constantly having negative belief about your body and your future. That's right. Today, we're talking about black and white thinking. We're talking about the lies that we're believing that are keeping us from moving forward, that are keeping us from living our best life and our most healthiest version of ourselves. Today is a good one. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey friends, today we're gonna go ahead and dive right in to black and white thinking and what this actually means and how this is really the number one reason why you're stuck in disordered eating or experiencing the hamster wheel of control and eating disorder mentality, what you can do to change this thinking. Really, there's a couple of different ways that we'll touch on today to lean into your true self, which is ultimately where we wanna be when we experience our recovery from an eating disorder. Guys, if you are here and you are listening and you do not have an unhealthy relationship with food, I really still feel like this episode could change your life or change the life of somebody around you. There are many of us that deal with black and white thinking. So I want to talk about that first. What is black and white thinking? Black or white thinking is all or nothing thinking. It is thinking in an absolute way like matter-of-fact way. And many psychologists refer to it as splitting. So think of it like this. It is a failure of your ability to think from both a positive and a negative way to create a realistic and whole truth. If you always are thinking, if this, then this, or when this happens, then this is what will happen, or if your behaviors just are not flexible, they're not balanced, and you truly have all of these rules structured around your life, some days you're losing control, you're giving up, and this equates to bad in your mind. Other days you're on top of the world. You're restricting your calories. You're on a new diet. You are superhuman. Some days you are believing that It has to be this way, or it has to be that way, or this person is wrong and you are right. If you experience these qualities that just are not realistic, you may be a black and white thinker. 
you really may always have some of these qualities even after recovering from an eating disorder because you know many of this black and white thinking is developed during childhood it's developed during traumas i know i struggle personally with an all or nothing mindset when it comes to my relationships my marriage my kids the way that i do my business and work if you feel one day that you are on top of the freaking world and the next day you're depressed because you let yourself down and you have guilt and shame because you are rigid around food, you're afraid of change, perfection has chimed in, then you guys, you, you deal with the same thing as me. And that is black and white thinking. So today I wanted to just come on and share. Everything I go through, I am completely authentic in this place. This is my platform to serve all of you. I know that I have experienced full recovery from anorexia. And I know that if I can do that with this rigid thinking that was totally keeping me stuck in my disordered eating patterns, then you can too. I have learned the difference of how to manage my thinking versus continuously being trapped in the cycle and that loop of the negative behavior resulting from unhealthy rules of black and white thinking. I'm not saying that I don't still have struggles around everything needs to be done right. And if it's not this way, then it's not right. I mean, talk to my husband about the dishwasher, talk to my husband about all of the things. But you guys, I have learned to take all of my intuitive experiences and my treatment and my own personal coping to be able to allow a freedom of true identity and get out of that paralyzing fear of it has to be this way or that way. It's good or bad. And I'm good this day or I'm bad the next day. Thoughts are just thoughts, friends. They're derived from predetermined beliefs. And the only way that we can change our life is to change our mind. I'm going to say it again. The only way that we can change our life is to change our mind. So what does black and white thinking do? It leaves you in a never good enough state. It leaves you in a cycle of continuous shame. It leaves you in a cycle of unrealistic perfection and control. It leaves you in a cycle of eating disorder behaviors. And honestly, What my black and white thinking did for me, it was a personal nightmare of this heightened satisfaction to this downward spiral of isolation and depression. One day I would feel literally superior because I could control my food and I could count my calories and I could be on this diet and I could go get a diet pill here and I could do this at Thanksgiving and watch everyone else around me eat three muffins and I had the willpower not to. And I thought I was queen of the kingdom. And then when I couldn't keep up with it, I felt like I was the world's biggest failure. And that is what was really a demise of that depression, that anxiety. You're never going to keep up. Perfection is not a realistic goal. Extreme dieting and then binging and then starving And having this superiority complex is not an intuitive and normal way of life. 
if your behaviors aren't flexible and balanced, especially when it comes to food and how you view your body, then I truly encourage you to go back to the episode I did around what is an eating disorder versus disordered eating, where I truly talk about habits around food rules and the differences between whether or not you may be experiencing some eating disorder behaviors versus, you know, a diagnosis of having an eating disorder. If you're constantly afraid of change and you think in extremes, you truly could have black and white thinking. The good news, the good news, friends, is that you don't have to live in this different way of life and you don't have to let your thoughts control your life. What it does it, it creates this personal nightmare. I spent years of my life in this nightmare, in this dilemma of I will never be good enough some days, and some days I'm more than enough. And other days, this person doesn't know what they're doing, and the next day, thinking I don't know anything, and this person does know what they're doing. Like, it is a constant state of crazy. How to change this? This is the good news. One thing in life that is constant, y'all, is change. And I am going to read you a quote that I absolutely adore because I feel like this is so true and it speaks to my heart when it comes to disordered eating. Sydney Harris says, our dilemma is that we hate change and we love it at the same time. What we really want is for things to remain the same, but just get better. Change is inevitable. It's inevitable. It's the law of life. It's going to happen. We don't know what tomorrow brings, and we have to continuously be adaptable to change. Get out of the black and white thinking. Change does not have to be bad. Change can be good. This is something that I truly focus heavily on with my clients and my coaching practice because we have to get out of that record playing in our mind of we've had an eating disorder for 20 years or we've been doing these patterns for so long that we're just never gonna be free of them. Oh, this is just my life, this is just who I am. I can't be like anyone else, I'll never change. This is just how I am now. How do you change, how do you cope? The number one thing that we work on with this is watching our words and getting curious with our words. Having a little check-in with ourselves. Do you have absolute language? I never am gonna be any different. I always will struggle with food. That's impossible for me. I can't have carbs. I can't go out with friends tomorrow because I ate too much last night and I have to go to the gym. I ruined it again. I'm a failure. Get curious with these words. I'm going to do a whole episode around how our words equate to our actual lives and what we're affirming matters. But for today, I just want you to leverage this to help you change the dynamic of that black and white thinking, that all or nothing spiral. Watch your words. Number two, do the opposite. Again, with my clients, we work through this together. Do the opposite. Challenge your absolute challenge what you are perceiving as truth and get curious, number one. Challenge, number two, the reality that you're accepting. So what does this look like practically? All right, I'm going to give you guys an example. I don't know what life is like without my eating disorder, and I don't know who I am 
without those coping mechanisms that I've done. It literally terrifies me. How do I move forward? How do I not stay in this chaos? I want to change, but I never feel like I'm able to. I always go back to old behaviors. Do you see how that is so definitive? Do you see how that is so absolute, so matter of fact? That example of a statement is not just a statement. That statement is now a perceived truth and identity. So how do we get out of those patterns? We have to completely rephrase and reframe the thought. Get curious. Ask why. Do the opposite. If you feel like you are never going to get out of this, sit with that thought. What does that mean? What if that's not true? What if you had a magic wand today to completely redirect your sales, but you're too busy sitting here thinking that you're never going to change? Well, guess what, friend? You're never going to change if you don't start challenging those thoughts with opposite thoughts, which become opposite actions. I'll talk about this more in an upcoming episode as well, but there was something that was extremely pivotal in my battle with anorexia. I remember thinking to myself, I just don't know how to put this into practice. I always feel like this food is good and this food is bad. And, you know, if I'm restricting my food, then I'm good. And if I'm overeating, I'm bad. And if I'm overexercising, I'm good. And if I'm not exercising one day, I'm bad. And I didn't know how to get out of that spiral of perfection and isolation. I didn't know how to get out of that black and white thinking. And one day I literally said, I'm going to do the complete opposite of what my mind is telling me. I'm going to do the complete opposite. Because if I believe this is truth and this is what's keeping me stuck, then I'm going to live into maybe this isn't truth. Maybe there's a whole world out there that I'm missing because I'm stuck in this thinking pattern that this is black and this is white and if this, then this. So one day I simply said, okay, everything I tell myself is true, I'm going to reframe and do the opposite. So when that little voice inside my head said to me, I'm going to live with this for the rest of my life. It's always going to come back and I'm going to struggle with this disorder forever. I challenged it and I said, I can learn to live free from this. Why? Because I haven't always lived with this. Another example, I should never have eaten that. Now I'm just going to go skip my meal. I'm not going to think about food tonight. I'm going to go distract myself so I don't have to eat. Instead of doing that, I would literally plan my next meal and say, I'm going to have this for dinner tonight because I'm doing the opposite of what my mind is telling me is truth. How can you lean in and get curious with your thoughts and your black and white thinking? How can you challenge the way that you're thinking? Better yet, let me ask you this. If your thinking has served you up to this point, you probably wouldn't be where you are right now, right? And there's no shame of finally recognizing that you've been living in that distortion. But what are you going to do about it so that you truly don't live those words? So that you truly aren't always going to struggle? I challenge you today to do something today that's going to do the opposite of where you have been and propel you forward. The secret of change 
is to focus your energy not on the past, but to focus your energy on what you can do today so that you are creating a tomorrow that you've dreamed of. And then the last thing I want to talk about to help with changing this black and white thinking is to lean into the other possibilities. Sometimes we can really feel things on such a physical level, especially when it comes to our bodies, that we really feel like they're true. So it's really hard to challenge those thoughts. An example of this is is if you struggle with restricting your food for a while or really limiting your calorie intake or even having a dysfunctional like binge purge relationship with yourself and you don't really know what it's like to have like an intuitive relationship with letting your body feel hunger. You don't know what it's like to have that awareness of what your body needs. And so your body, as you start feeding it, Again, a lot of people will experience this if they've done a a lot of restriction like keto for a really long time and then they start to allow themselves more carbs. Their body will feel big. They will feel big. They will feel heavy. And And I hear that a lot in our recovery coaching with my private clients. Like, I just feel big. I feel so big and I'm so scared I'm just gonna get bigger, bigger because I'm eating normally now. Our mind can play that trick. It can literally make us physically feel big. To challenge that thought, I just say, well, let's play into that. Lean into the other possibilities. What if you're not heavy? What if you're finally allowing your body the nutrients it needs? So right now, it's trying to figure out what it wants to do with those nutrients. It's holding on to those things. And it can have a distorted place right now. Like maybe it's on your stomach. But you know what? Your body's going to even out. Our body will be where it wants to be. It will get to a point where you're not just going to continue and continue and continue and continue and continue to gain weight. When you start living into the truth and you come up with another possibility, like what if that's just not true? What if I'm not going to gain a bunch of weight? What if that's not true? What if I can learn to love myself and I don't have to struggle with this forever? Like what if that's the future for me? It's possible, friend. Believe me, I'm here. I'm telling you, I'm living that possibility. What if you can lean into some other possibilities? How can you like challenge that thought? Have you ever done this in like real life where you have this perception about someone and something and it is so hardcore? You're like, oh, that person just is difficult and da 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 da. And you can find yourself getting wrapped up into somebody else because they didn't show or they didn't come through or they made a promise and they broke it to you. What if there's like another possibility of truth? It can feel so real in the moment to feel like you are just a failure and not good enough and that person doesn't care and they don't value your time. But what if something legitimately happened to that person or someone in that person's life where they could not arrive? What are other possibilities for the scenario? For today, in order to change that black and white thinking, I'm going to just give you a quick summary. We're going to get curious and check in with ourselves. We are going to do the opposite and challenge our absolute thoughts. And then we're going to lean into other possibilities. And you can do this very simply by literally writing down, what is my thought right now? I never am going to be any different. I'm never going to find freedom from this. I want you to do something and challenge that thought, and I want you to lean into other possibilities. What if that's just not true? The Eating Disordered Center states this so well. When we stay stuck 
and black and white thinking, we miss out on the assortment of possibilities. Think about all of the amazing assortment of possibilities that your life has. And you are limiting those possibilities from occurring because everything in your life has to be this way to be good. And if it's not, then it's bad. Friend, just because you have a thought doesn't mean you are that thought. And it doesn't mean that that thought is even true. Recovery is gray. Life is gray. In order to be able to experience freedom from disordered eating, you have to learn to lean in to the other possibilities of what you are perceiving is truth. You weren't always this way with food. You can learn to recreate and change your story. All food provides nourishment. All food in moderation can be healthy and balanced. You can learn to love yourself again. So ask why, get curious, and decide right now that you're going to challenge their thoughts that are keeping you from living life in the gray. Hey, girl, before you go today, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Are you liking the show? I'd be honored for your rating and review because that allows me to get this message of freedom from food and body and healing from disordered eating out to more women across the globe. And if you're looking for support or more help, I have a couple ways that we can work together. Right now, I'm expanding my services menu and I'm super excited to be planning and prepping for a course that's going to be launching. To get more details about my food freedom and experiencing the best health as your best self course, which I will allow to be nameless at this moment, get on my email list and subscribe. You can go to lindsaynickel.com and subscribe. And you will get first dibs on all of the episodes that come out each week. The other way that we can work together is through my personalized coaching of intuitive eating principles and intuitive body wellness. You guys, I have done an extensive amount of work and eating disorder recovery, and I would love to help you through that process and that journey. So if you are looking for that support, shoot an email over to my team at info at because I want to get you locked and loaded on the calendar before the new year when prices go up and holiday crazies go away and everyone is trying to hop on all the calendars. Let's get you beginning your new year in your best self. So again, you can send an email to info at lindsaynickel.com and just request a meeting with me and I will partner with you on your personalized coaching to get you living your best life. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.